Amen. We thank the Lord for those wonderful songs and how true they are, how well sung that they were. I appreciate the choir this fine day, and I appreciate this great assemblage of people. We're here today in loving memory of Sister Pamela S. Anderson, and what an honor it is to be with this great family, this great group of friends. Uh, when people come to show their respect and show their love, and uh, it means something. I remember when my dad passed on and I'd always known it meant a lot when people came and just visited and tried to help you and uplift you but uh, it made such an impression on me when my dad died uh, I just saw a new picture of things and how important it is to do like you folks have done today uh, coming to be here and uh, so I'm honored to be in this service today and our hearts are saddened because Sister Pam's physical absence from us but along with this family, and they've expressed that, and I, I understand that, and I feel that way. Along with that, there's great joy in our hearts uh, that we know that Sister Pam's gone to be with Jesus. And uh, praise God for that. And uh, I want to share some obituary information here. And then the uh, uh, family's asked uh, my wife, Sister Linda, to uh, come sing a special. And then after that, there's some scriptures and thoughts on my heart that uh, I want to share with you. But really pray. And I, I know you're already doing that. I can feel it, but really pray. Uh, Pamela S. Anderson, 69, passed from this life on April 4th, 2022 at 7.24 p.m. at Lima Memorial Health System, surrounded by her loving family. Pam was born March 17, 1953 in Lima, Ohio, to James, Jim, and the late Betty Mason Hatting, who preceded her in death. On Ju January the 25th, 1992, she married Terry Anderson, who survives in Lima, Ohio. Pam graduated from Lima Senior High School in 1971. She devoted her life to Jesus and loved everyone she met. Pam cherished her husband, loved her children and her grandchildren dearly. Pam is survived by her father, James Jim Hatting of uh, Greenfield, Indiana, husband Terry Anderson of Lima, Ohio, children Brian Leora Donnelly Longmire of Lima, Ohio, and Jason Bridget Longmire of Seymour, Indiana, Lisa Travis Guthrie of Walpockinette, Ohio, and Lee Brandy DeWitt of Waynesfield, Ohio, 19 grandchildren, eight great-grandchildren, and sister Joyce Rick Rowland of Greenfield, Indiana. Pam is preceded in death by her siblings, Donnie and Dave Hatting, granddaughter Brianna Longmire. And of course, she's also survived by numerous other family and friends and loved ones. And your presence here today attests to that. So really pray. I'm going to turn back over to Linda to come and sing the song that she's been asked to. From all of your sin 
and you trust in the Lord to cleanse you within that's when faith begins with a childlike trust you hold out your hand simply When you feel you can't go on another day and still somehow you kneel down and pray that's when faith steps in when all seems lost there's no hope in sight and still you sing on through the night that's when faith steps in faith brings joy and peace in the midst of the storm it sends out a light When you say goodbye to your dearest friends and with tear-filled eyes you say I'll see them again that's when faith steps in when you take your last breath in this world down here and you close your eyes without any fear that's when faith steps in faith will carry you where feet have never trod safely to to the arms of God when you open your eyes to that heavenly scene and you realize it isn't a dream that's when faith will end When you gaze on him face to face and you rest in his sweet embrace, that's when faith will end. That's when faith.
of that song. We thank the Lord for it. I thank the Lord for the choir singing and the special song. I really pray. I've just uh, uh, got such a burden on my heart, a special burden, a good burden. Uh, And I just uh, just want God's will to be done, and I want to say what God wants me to say today. And uh, it takes the Holy Spirit to do that, and I know you folks are praying. Prayers, I appreciate your prayers. I want to start out just uh, reminiscing just a little bit. I appreciate uh, knowing Sister Pam and what a kind, sweet person she was. and uh, She was willing to express and testify about her love for Jesus and his love for her. And just uh, a day or two before she passed, I had the privilege to uh, be up with some of the family in the intensive care room. And we had a nice visit and had prayer, and I enjoyed it and felt the Lord. But in our conversation... They shared something with me that was just uh, outstanding and wonderful, and I want to share that with you today. The day that I was there, uh, Pam, uh, she wasn't really able to communicate that day, but just a day or two before, when the family had been gathered in there and they'd had prayer with her, and uh, Pam had told them, I've got some things I want to share with you. I'm getting ready to die. I'm not going to be here long, but don't worry about me because I'm going to help. I'm going to be with Jesus. She had a firm testimony, not, not maybe I'm going to make it or uh, I think I might make it, none of that. I'm saved, I've been born again, I'm going to be with Jesus. Praise God. But she not only had a message about herself, but she had a message and some encouragement and some advice for her family. I want you to, I want you to really get this and listen to this. Uh, she said something along the line, I, I know a lot of you are saved, but uh, some of you may not be. Or some of you are not. However she said it, she said, but I'm saved and that's the reason I'm going to heaven. If you want to see me again, you're going to have to be saved. uh, Because you can't go to heaven unless you've been saved. Uh, You can get saved, but if you don't get saved, this is the last time you're going to see me. Well, how plain that is. It doesn't get any plainer than that. Uh, Praise God, Uh, not only was she firm and secure in her own testimony and where she was going... Think about this. Even in the hours approaching her death, uh, her heart and her burden was for her family members that were lost. Well, I appreciate folks that love the Lord and love their family like that, that they can testify about God's saving grace and give a warning to people around them. Now, I want to start out in the 95th Psalm. And uh, you Bible readers familiar with the 95th Psalm starts out in the Psalms. Uh, he's talking about making a joyful noise to the Lord. He's the rock of our salvation. In that first few verses, he talks about God, describes him. He talks about God and said, he's the one that made the sea and he's the one that made the dry land. Talk about what a great God he is. Now, after he explains how great God is, this is the psalmist's advice to all of us. He said, oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Listen to this. He is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. And listen, listen to this. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart, as in the day of provocation and the day of temptation in the wilderness. Now listen, when the psalmist said here, for he's our God and we're his people, and he said today if you'll hear his voice, harden not your heart. I'm telling you what, in order to get saved, it takes hearing the gospel. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. And what Pam said, you can't go to heaven unless you're saved. 
In John 3, 3, uh, Jesus was talking to a man named Nicodemus, and he said uh, to Nicodemus, except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven. And so, but praise God, we have opportunity uh, to be born again. Now, I want to share some scripture in the book of Jeremiah that lines up with this. And you just keep praying uh, here in uh, Jeremiah, the 26th chapter and 11th verse. Here's what the Lord says to us. He said, for I know the thoughts uh, that I think towards you, saith the Lord. You know, sometimes I've talked to people, they actually kind of had the idea that uh, God was kind of a mean God. Lee, I don't know how they could get that idea. Because he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that we could have salvation. But I, I've talked to people who thought, well, God's kind of harsh towards us. I, I've also talked to people who said, well, uh, I, I'd like to get saved, but I've done uh, mean stuff and I've done bad things. and I just don't guess I could get it. Well, I've got good news for you. Uh, listen to what he said. Now, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Now listen to this. Uh, going along with the other scripture we read. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. To hearken means listen to you. I'm telling you what, uh, when you come to God and you mean it out of your heart, uh, God's there and he's listening. You know, sometimes you try to get people's attention. Sometimes it's hard to do. Sometimes you'll be on a phone call and be, I have something real important you, you need to talk about. Harder to get uh, through the phone call to the person on the other end of the line. I'm telling you what, there's nobody that stands between you and God when he's calling, when God speaks to your heart. And when you call on God, God said, I'll hearken to you if you call on me. Listen, he goes on and said this. Let me read that verse again and get the two below it. Then shall you call upon me. You shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Listen, get this. Boy, this is precious. And you shall seek me and find me. Uh, seek and you shall find. I'm telling you what, uh, along with what Sister Pam said, let me uh, echo that. Let me say amen to it. If you're here and you're not saved, you need to get saved. Uh, I'm telling you what, time is running out. We don't have the promise of tomorrow. Uh, one thing we know for sure, we're all going to die. Uh, uh, Sister Pam, uh, she knew when that hour was close by, she knew she was about ready to leave this world. But she wasn't afraid. You don't have to be afraid. There are things in life uh, that sometimes startles me or uh, scares me a little bit. If, so, uh, if I'm going down the road and somebody about runs me out of the road, that scares me for a moment. Uh, I don't want to be in a wreck, but it doesn't scare me for the future of my soul because I got that taken care of when I was 12 years old. I got saved. I got born again. And so he said this. Uh, let me read it. And he, you shall seek me and find me. Here's how it happens. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. This is not just a mental calculation. Uh, I've talked to people before, thought they were saved, and they say, oh, yeah, I got saved. I, I was in so-and-so place in church, and uh, they had little cards uh, in, the, in the, uh, the holders for the song books. And you just sign your name down there and say, I believe in Jesus, and sign your name. They say, that done it. I'm going to tell you what, it takes more than signing your name on a card. It takes more than just the words from your mouth. It takes more than just thoughts from your mind. It, it takes your whole heart. It takes trust in Jesus, uh, repenting of your sins and believing in him. That's when faith steps in, like Linda sang about. And that song, that described uh, the pattern of, of Pam's life. Uh, I'm telling you what, faith is real. And when you trust the Lord, by grace through faith are you saved. Uh, let me get another scripture uh, over in the book of Ephesians. That brought it to my mind. Now listen to this. For, for this is in chapter 2 and verse 4. For God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Now listen to this. 
even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together. Quickened means made alive. I'm telling you what, he made a sister Pam alive, and he gave her eternal life. Well, preacher, if he made her eternally alive, how can she be dead? She's just dead physically, but spiritually she's still alive. I could say she's just as alive as she's ever been, maybe more than she's ever been. Listen, when we were yet dead in sins, he's quickened us together with Christ. By grace you're saved. Listen to this. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that's not of yourselves. You can't earn this. It's not of yourselves. It's uh, the gift of God. And the next verse says, not of works, lest any man should boast. And so uh, God's been so good to us. And listen here, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus and two good works. We're supposed to live for God. We're supposed to work for him. But we're not working our way to heaven. We're just working because God loved us and uh, he's blessing us and we want to help somebody else. And so here, we're his workmanship created in two good works in Christ Jesus, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember that ye... Uh, Listen to this. Uh, being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who were called uncircumcision by that which is called a circumcision in the flesh may be Listen to this. That at that time ye were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise having no hope and without God in the world. For now, But now in Christ, uh, praise God, now in Christ Jesus ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh to the blood of Christ for he is our peace. That's the peace that Sister Pam had. I'm telling you what, if you was ever around her, uh, uh, if you got the same impression I did, you'd say, boy, she's a happy woman. And she praised God for his blessings. Let me tell you about one of the blessings that she praised God for. She praised God for a lot of things. But just here on the, uh, the 26th of March, on Saturday afternoon, boy, we had a, a great service. We had an ordination service. We ordained three young men as ministers of the gospel that had announced their calling back. God had blessed them. They'd grown in the faith and in the gospel, and, and they'd come to a point where the church uh, felt real good about ordaining them. And Pam's son, Lee, was one of those men. Boy, we had a good ordination service, and uh, God moved, and the Spirit was... Pam was able to be here. You know, I think that's a miracle that Pam let her be here. I think that was an answer to prayer. And so when that service was over, numerous people uh, talking to Pam and giving her hugs and uh, telling her they was glad she's here. And she says, oh, I'm so proud that my son got ordained as a minister of the gospel. I'm so proud to be able to be here and, and see Lee get ordained as a minister of the gospel. God's good to us. He was good to Pam and she loved him for it. And so today if you're here, uh, a couple things to wind up with. If you're here and you're saved, you need to do something for the Lord. If you're saved, you need to live for the Lord. Jesus said, ye are like a city set on a hill, light that can't be hid. He said, let your light so shine that others may see your good works and glorify the Father. If you've been saved, you need to live for God and have a testimony for Jesus. Go to church and live for the Lord and do what God gives you to and follow the Holy Spirit. If you're saved, you need to do that. But now, what about if you're not saved? I'm going to sum up with this. I'm going to close in just a little bit with this. If you're not saved, Take the advice of the gospel. Trust Jesus and get saved. Jesus said, come unto me. Listen now. This lines up with the other scriptures I've read. It lines up with what Sister Pam testified about. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, that cuts out that part about I can't get it, I've been too mean or this or that. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he didn't say, you might get what you need. He said, come unto me, all you that labor heavily, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. 
Sister Pam testified of the rest that was in her soul. Well, praise God. Let me, let me just offer up a prayer and we'll come to a close. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for passing by and visiting us today. God, we thank you for the testimony that Sister Pam left, and we thank you for the family that's here today and the friends that are here and the choir and the choir leader that's here. God, we thank you most of all for the presence of the Holy Spirit that's here. God, we just ask you to bless this family and, uh, Lord, just console them, and I believe you're already doing that. Console them with your Holy Spirit in this time of grief. God, I just pray today that you'd bless them and help them, each one, according to all of our needs. Help us all. And God, I, I pray, please, Lord, uh, please really touch deeply the hearts of those that are lost that need to get saved. Lord, continue to invite them with your Holy Spirit. Help them to realize today is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. And God, please help them not put it off, but seek while it can be found. God, we ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name and amen. We turn service back over to the funeral director.